2: So leave it to the Biden administration to pull off something this stupid. Send you a check, and while you're waiting on the check, they then announce that they're going to go on a tour to tell you why they're going to raise your taxes. This is not a joke. We are now being told that the Biden administration, because of the COVID package they just passed, the $1.9 trillion COVID package, where you only got nine cents on the dollar... Just a little dinky nine cents on the dollar. That's all you got. Nine cents on the dollar. And they wasted all your other money on things that had nothing to do with COVID 19. They now got to raise your taxes. Yeah, got to raise your taxes. We are now getting word the Biden administration is planning the biggest and most expensive tax increase that we have seen since 1993 when Bill Clinton had his disastrous signature overhaul of the tax hikes and system that cost him then the House and the Senate just another year later in the midterm elections. This time, however, they say it's going to be palatable because Biden is focusing on addressing what he refers to the unequal treatment between work and wealth. In other words, if you go to work and you work and you do work that they say is appropriate work, then they're not going to raise your taxes, I guess, is bad. But if you're someone that goes to work and you build wealth, then there is a huge problem with you. And that's who they're going to then get tax dollars from. Now, let's just talk about where we are as a nation when it comes to debt. These numbers I'm about to give you are extremely important. The last time we had a major financial Uh, crisis in this country. I'm talking about from a taxing issue where a party went nuts on taxes was Jimmy Carter. In 1980, the U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio, which cost in the White House and for Reagan to actually beat Carter because people understood how bad things were out of whack, was 1980. In 1980, you had a total overhaul of the ideas in this country. An overhaul because... People were sick and tired of these high tax rates and they wanted something different from their government. And so in 1980, when people were raving, waving the red flag, warning people that we were getting out of whack with how much money we were spending compared to how much money we're bringing in taxes of your tax dollars. Our U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio was thirty four point five, four percent. So just let's just round it to thirty five percent. That meant that we were in the red thirty five percent. U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio. You want to know where we are now today when no one's paying attention to this? We are now at 129.81% U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio. There is no way that this can continue without some sort of massive financial collapse and or massive financial uh, crush of the American people in the way of taxes. There also is a third alternative. We have record tax revenue coming in in this country. The amount of tax revenue we have coming in is just truly unbelievable. Yet somehow we always seem to spend more money than we are bringing in, even if we have record number of dollars coming in. The U.S. federal tax revenue right now for, for right now is at $3.4 trillion. That's an amazing amount of money. Revenue per citizen is over 10000 bucks. That's incredible. Income tax revenue, for example is amazing right now, $1.6 trillion. Payroll tax revenue, 1.3 million, or trillion, I should say. Corporate tax revenue, $218 billion. Tariff tax revenue, $67 billion. We have a lot of money coming in right now on taxes. We have an amazing amount of money. We have plenty of money to run this country, but we refuse to actually make sense. When we get this money, we just decide to throw money around like crazy. You want to know how bad things are? Right now, this year, The largest budget items in our budget in this country is Medicare, Medicaid at $1.2 trillion so far for the year. Social Security is at $1.1 trillion for the year. Then you have defense and war spending at $723 billion. And here is the fourth thing on our list. The largest budget items for this year are almost $400 billion is what we are going to spend on interest on our debt that we are on the money we're borrowing right now. So when you pay your taxes, 400 billion of your tax dollars are actually going right now to just pay the interest on the money we owe as a country. We have an incredible amount of unfunded debt and interest in this country. The U.S. total interest paid so far as a country is 3.8 trillion dollars. We as a nation have spent $3.8 trillion just on paying the interest off the money that we owe. If you want to know how much interest we paid per adult in this country, it's over $15,000 to put it in perspective. Again, this is why we have record number of dollars coming into the U.S. government coffers, and we still can't balance a damn budget. Let's talk about trade for a second. You want to know how much U.S. debt is being held by foreign countries around the world? Much of it is uh, China and some of our enemies. Seven over seven point one trillion is being held by foreign countries that owe that own our debt. U.S. debt held by foreign countries is over seven trillion dollars. That should terrify all of us. Now, I give you those numbers to tell you, just so you know, we are. We are so upside down right now. There's no reason for this because we have plenty of money coming in. Our federal debt to GDP ratio is one hundred and twenty nine percent in the red. So Joe Biden says, hey, I'm going to send you a check for $1,400. I'm, I'm going to give you $0.09 cents on every dollar, and then I'm going to waste all the rest of the money. And then I'm immediately going to announce the largest tax increase that we've seen since the 1990s. Because he understands we have to pay for this crap. Now, what he said is, is don't worry. If you don't make any money, you're not going to have to worry about tax increase. If you make very little money, you're not going to have to worry about these tax increases. We're going to attack those that are giving independence to Americans. This is about getting more Americans dependent on the Biden administration for their livelihood. If there's any time that America cannot handle a tax increase, especially of those that create jobs in this country in the private sector, it is actually right now. Right now is the worst time to do this because of what's just happened in the last year. Almost every person that I know that has some amount of wealth, over half a million dollars or a million dollars, or two million dollars, is, is, that money is disappearing day after day after day after day. That money keeps disappearing because they're trying to keep their businesses that they created afloat. They're just trying to survive. I know people that have lost 30 and 40% of their wealth in the last year alone, not to mention how much their businesses are now devalued. And they're just trying to survive. So now what you want to do is make it even harder on them to survive. This is being done on purpose. This isn't an accident. I don't believe the Biden administration is actually this stupid. I actually believe they're this smart. They understand that if you can crush some small businesses right now and make it virtually impossible for them to survive right now, you're on really good footing moving forward. Because then you'll have more Americans depend on you than ever before. I want you to think also just how dumb this is. I'm I'm, I'm talking about just incompetency. I'm talking about just basic stupidity right now, okay? Who sends you a check for $1,400 and then immediately says they're going to raise your taxes? Who says that? Who does that? It doesn't make any sense at all. Here's $1,400. Now I'm going to need more than $1,400 back. That's what they're telling us. And they're going on the road to sell you on this. Biden is actually going to travel on Air Force One with Kamala Harris to sell the American people on raising taxes. But remember, it, you shouldn't be afraid of these tax breaks if you're a worker bee. You should only be afraid tax increase. I say you should only be afraid of these tax increases if you're actually a person. They say that builds wealth. In other words, if you're a business owner, we're going to drown you.
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I want to give you another example of this tax increase and where a lot of this started. Right, another way of saying what Joe Biden is saying while he's trying to suffocate small businesses in this country and trying to hurt people that have money to actually employ people is is to basically call this nothing more than a wealth tax. Now, there's one Democrat that's had no issues calling this exactly what it is, a wealth tax. Senator Elizabeth Warren has been pushing this. This was just nine days ago when she came out and no one was paying attention to her while she was talking about, hey, a wealth tax is something we need in America. So here's $1,400 to every American out there, right? Except for those that make a lot of money. We're not going to give you any of your money back. We're going to take your money and give it to other people that need your money. And then Senator Warren comes out and says what this really is. It's a wealth tax. It is a success tax. That's what this is. Take a listen.
6: So we'll take questions. How about if we start with any questions around the wealth tax and then if you've got other questions we'll stay for those. Sure. by, by the way,
2: she's she's not I want you you hear Elizabeth Warren here. She's not walking away from this, folks. Elizabeth Warren's sitting there, she's calling it a wealth tax. This is class warfare. She is trying to go back to the basic old playbook that anyone that has money is evil, even though I've got millions and millions of dollars claiming I was a minority when I'm actually not. Getting jobs I would have never gotten by claiming I'm a Native American when I'm did when i not a Native American. Acting like she's a minority when she wasn't a minority. She's a white cracker woman just like me, except I'm a dude. She's a chick. Yes, there is a difference. But Elizabeth Warren's out there. All these other Democrats you notice that are calling this wealth tax, they're all rich as hell. Biden's rich as hell. Warren's rich as hell. Pelosi's rich as hell. And they've all gotten rich being in government, which is not what's supposed to happen. But they're coming after the evil rich people, and they need you to understand, we need a wealth tax in this country. We want to turn our supporters against the successful in this country. So please, ask me questions about the wealth tax. I want you to know that I'm going to war with these evil rich people, which I'm one of.
6: How about if we start with any questions around the wealth tax, and then if you've got other questions, we'll stay for those. Sure.
2: First off, Senator Warren do you believe this wealth tax should go in the second reconciliation bill?
6: And if so when do you think that come back? look I'd be delighted to see us move forward with the wealth tax at any point uh, it's something we need in America and that's why we're out here today we're putting it out so everyone can see it and start to talk about it it's got a lot of details in how it works it's got things like what the uh, uh, what the rate will be for uh, 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 monitoring the income and uh, checking out each of the billionaires that are subject to it and the ultra millionaires. Uh, But we want to put it out there so people can start to consider it and put it in a package. We need to move forward on this.
2: Uh, Here's my question. Why is it that we have demonized and made rich people so evil when it's rich people that are the people that give us jobs? Rich people are the ones that create the biggest and the coolest industries out there. They're the ones that take the biggest risk to create new interest in infrastructure. I mean, well, look at Tesla, for example. That guy risks money like crazy. Whether it's SpaceX or whatever it may be. These guys, if they're wrong, lose hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Why are we demonizing them and turning them into spawn of Satan? Because they need class warfare in this country. You know, Bill Cassidy was on Fox News Sunday talking about the Trump tax cuts, and he was right. He said, look, the tax cuts to, quote, evil big businesses allowed U.S. record employment rates, meaning record unemployment rates, all-time lows. Meanwhile, you listen to Joe Biden, and he says, no, 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 no. I got to get rid of all these evil big businesses. They got tax breaks that went into record hiring that had more people employed than any other time in my lifetime. I got to stop that from happening because I need people dependent on the government, my food, my food stamps, my government aid. That's what Biden needs to win. That's what the Democrats need to win. They need people dependent on them where they can't survive and the lights are turned off if they're not there defending or writing that check. Take a listen to Bill Cassidy talking about the Trump tax cuts. big businesses and the fact is it allowed for record employment in america it worked in other words
3: just exactly that in the next segment but but let me come at this one last way president biden is going to be traveling around the country in the next few weeks saying things like
5: this it provides food and nutrition keeps families in their homes and it will cut child poverty in this country in half
3: He and other Democrats are going to say, look, back in 2017, Republicans and President Trump passed big tax cuts to benefit corporations and the wealthy. We, the Democrats, he's going to say, are taking care of working class people.
5: So first, let's look at the Trump economy, if you will, in which there was record record employment for those without a high school education, for high school dropouts, for the disabled, for veterans, for African Americans, Hispanics, women, fill in the blank, record employment. Now, that was the sort of economy that resulted from from the Trump tax cuts. Indeed, the last time I was on with you, you had somebody from President Biden's economic council saying they wanted to return to the economy pre covid. He kind of caught himself because that was the Republican Senate and the Trump economy. Now now they're trying to do it by just pumping dollars in. It may work. Or may ignite inflation, which pulls down somebody into a vortex of losing their savings. We'll see. Is it better to let people keep their own money, or is it better to take it from them and give it back? That's the difference between the two parties.
2: Which is exactly what Biden's doing right now. Here's $1,400 of your money back, right? This isn't anybody else's money. It's your money. Here's 1400 bucks back of your dollars. And while I give it back to you, I'm going to tell you I'm about to raise the crap out of your taxes. And, and they're not just done with this, so you understand. Mayor Pete, he's the guy in charge uh, of energy and all this other crap. He has now come out today saying that we should explore indexing the gas tax to inflation. So he wants to raise the tax on you at the
7: pump as well for infrastructure. Get possible for us to go forward and thrive as a country.
5: Mr. Secretary, you've uh, gotten into the DOT and had a quick look under the hood I'm curious, what are America's greatest uh, infrastructure needs right now? If there is an infrastructure bill that's following up, what what are some of the most uh, important elements that need to be in that bill? Well, there's a
7: lot we've got to do to look to the future. Think about what it would mean to this country if Americans could expect the same quality of passenger rail travel as people in other developed countries. Think about what it will mean to this country when we have enough electric vehicle charging stations that these incredible vehicles that uh, Detroit and other automakers are producing uh, are something you could take anywhere.
2: But By the way, you notice that they're, they're selling you a lie right now, right? We're going to put up a bunch of random charging stations that you've seen all over the country where they put them up with these tax breaks under Biden years that no one is using. There's a charging station at almost every Walgreens and CVS around my house, and I never see a car plugged in. That was all paid for with your tax dollars. It was all these tax breaks if you became like a green parking lot. It's not a joke. It's in the Obama years. And we'll pay you to put these in. You just heard, Mayor Pete, the, this is the... Secretary of Transportation, the U.S. Department of Transportation, telling you that we're going to do rail service now in this Kumbaya way. We'll get you all over the country. We're a spread out country, dude, that we're not Europe. Rail service in America doesn't make sense like it makes sense in Europe. How much money are you going to spend on this? I'm in favor of rail where it makes sense, right? I used Amtrak from D.C. to New York probably 100 times when I lived in D.C., it makes sense when you're in the Northeast where there's a lot of places close like Connecticut, New York City and all these other trains and Amtrak. That makes sense. Large population areas. But if you think we're going to get a rail system all over the country, what what good would a rail really do and how many people are really going to use it in places place like Tennessee, Mississippi and Arkansas? I mean, is there some massive need that I know, know about of a rail from Memphis to Little Rock? And would it ever become financially stable? No. Would people like maybe do it at first? Sure. But ultimately, a lot of people, when you have longer longer areas and distances to cover, would rather be in their car so they can stop where they want to. They can eat where they want to. They're not locked in for hours on end in a train. Our states are too long. They're too big. They're too wide. They're too open for it to make sense for there to be train travel everywhere. That's why people fly. But they don't want Flying. Flying is bad for the world, right? Flying is bad for green energy. So we're going to spend a bunch of money on you having a bunch of charging stations and a bunch of railways that won't be used by people because it will still take too long to get from point A to point B, or people would rather just be in their dead gum cars. But we're going to force you into this. And we're going to force you into this by what Mayor Pete says next. And that is, We're going to we're going to explode taxes at the pump and what it costs to fill your car up with gas, not just the actual price of oil, but also the taxes you pay at the pump.
4: Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The reason why Mayor Pete has come out and is the guy that's in, in charge, how he got this job at the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Transportation Secretary is because he hates oil and gas. He's been on records hating oil and gas for decades. He believes that you should be forced into alternative energy. And that's exactly the reason why now he's saying we are exploring indexing the gas tax to inflation because he wants the price of gas to get so expensive that then you will get an electric car. That you will get on one of his railways that he wants to build in this country to force you into mass transit instead of independence of having your own car. Democrats have have done something and I warned about this 10 years ago. They figured out that it's a lot easier to price you out of things than it is to pass laws banning things. Look at what they're trying to do with guns. They want to have a $200 tax on a magazine, a $200 tax on every gun that you have that they don't like. They want to now make it where it's impossible for you to be able to afford what it costs to drive a car so you all go back to alternative energy. It's the same thing Obama administration did. That's what they advocated for. So they're just resurrecting these old ideas and now pushing them even more into the future, forcing the pricing up even more than they willing, were willing to do it under the Obama years. So now all of a sudden, Mayor Pete comes out. At the same time, Biden's coming out saying, I'm gonna raise your taxes more than anybody else has in your lifetime. And I'm gonna raise the tax on you at the pump more than anybody else has probably in their lifetime as
7: well. It's not just the, the kind of sizzling futuristic stuff. Frankly, a lot of it's taking care of the basics. The engineers came out with their report card again. I think we got a D-plus in a lot of the categories because we know that there is an enormous backlog just in terms of our roads and bridges. We've just got to fix, as Governor Whitmer often said, to fix the damn roads. And that is a safety issue. We know what happens when a bridge is in poor repair and is allowed to stay that way. It's a jobs issue because there's an enormous amount of work to be done so we're going to have to do equal parts looking to the future but also taking care of what we've already got with an eye toward climate with an eye toward equity and with an eye toward all the jobs that we can create while also making it all safer
6: and uh paying for it and getting republicans on board um for a massive infrastructure plan there are I mean, most see uh, years ahead of work possibly Tens of thousands of jobs created, but it's got to be paid for. Um, what are your thoughts looking ahead at working with Republicans to get a plan approved?
7: Yeah, I think it's, it's no secret that this is going to be the most challenging part about keeping this bipartisan. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, I'm talking to uh, Republicans in the House and Senate just about every day. They are just as excited as the rest of the American people about what we can build, what we can repair, what we can do for infrastructure, because you know, everybody here in Washington represents a home state or a home district that needs the work we've got to come to terms on how to pay for it now the real question is how much of this uh, should be paid for with revenue that is raised as part of the vision for the bill uh, and uh, there are a lot of different ways to get at that you know historically for example we've mostly relied on the gas tax in order to fund our highways but uh, the gas tax hasn't been adjusted since 1993 it was never pegged to inflation and uh, even you know at best that's a medium-term solution because as electric vehicles come onto the road people are going to use less gas anyway so we've got a lot of decisions to make
2: oh did you hear that so even as electric vehicles come on (laughs) here it is here it is folks here's the kicker even as electric vehicles come into you know reality right even as electric vehicles come in We know that there's going to be more electric vehicles on the road, which means less gas will be bought, which means it's going to have to go even higher to deal with that. So they're going to just skyrocket and force you to pay for the roads that are being used by the electric vehicles. So then you'll want to get that electric vehicle. But then what happens to our roads when they're just getting hammered every day by the electric vehicles? You know what's going to happen. They'll raise taxes on you then anyway, because there's no reason not to. Right. You just raise taxes in any way because there's literally no reason not to do it at that point. No reason at all not to do it. Just let's just let's go. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. We got to make this work, right? We got to make this happen right now. And I love how they act and talk about this like it's just not even an issue. It's, It's not a big deal. You just got to make it happen folks. You just got to you just got to eat it and bite the bullet and make this happen and we're going to raise taxes on the roads. We're going to raise taxes on individuals. We're going to raise taxes at the pump. We're going to force you into believing what we believe. You don't have options anymore with these people. There are only bad options. You either get on board or we'll run over you. Those are those are your options. You get on board Or we'll bury you. So the left has just gotten evil, as we said. Or excuse me, the right has gotten evil. The rich have got our evil. As they've declared over and over and over again. And this is how we're going to do this now. We're going to pound you into submission. And you don't have a choice. We are going to own you. There is nothing that you can do to stop us. We're going to tell you, as we've been doing, what you can and cannot do And you can't stop us. Man, it must be fun to be a Democrat right now. Force us all into submission. Raise our taxes while handing us a check. Raising, I mean, raising our taxes while handing us a check is probably the most cojones thing I've ever seen Joe Biden do. Here's your $1,400. Now give me all your money. What? That's right. Here's fourteen hundred dollars. Now I'm going to raise your taxes. We're going full out class warfare, full on class warfare, total class warfare. You have any amount of money in a bank account? You make any decent money? We're going to pound you. You have any basic amount of cash? And you and you and you create jobs. And you build businesses and you take risks, we're going to pound you. This is a war of have and have nots. This is what we are now doing. It is a war of have and have nots. The price of everything is about to go through the roof, and they are planning it on purpose. This is all on purpose. You've been warned. Many people voted for this. You're welcome. We told you this was going to be a problem and so many didn't listen. You didn't pay attention. And Mayor Pete just said it. And so did all these others. They said it to you beforehand and now they're doing it and people are going to be in shock. Like wait, hold on. I didn't know this was actually going to happen. What did you think we're going to I mean was going to happen even Liz Cheney said this about the taxes
1: thanks for joining us today Um, we've got uh, a number of uh, pieces of legislation uh, that we continue to be very concerned about obviously the covid package which is coming to the floor uh, we don't know either today or tomorrow it's a real tragedy Uh, when you look at that package uh, we know that that the result of that package is going to be middle class tax increases We know for sure uh, that it includes uh, provisions that are not targeted, they're not temporary, they're not related to COVID, and it didn't have to be this way. Uh, We could have had a bill that was, um, you know, a fraction of the cost of this one that could have gotten bipartisan approval and support, but the speaker decided to go in another direction. And so we are gonna be saddled with a burden, uh, spending burden, and a tax burden uh, that is really uh, indefensible from the perspective of what it actually accomplishes.
2: Even Liz Cheney, who I'm not a fan of right now, gets what's about to happen, a massive tax increase. So congratulations, you're getting these checks, and immediately they're gonna raise your taxes at levels we haven't seen since the 1990s, and then they're gonna raise the taxes at the pump and then you've got states that are going to end up raising taxes, just like we've seen in California and Hawaii and in Seattle and all these other places where they're raising taxes. And the reason why they're raising the taxes is obvious. You know it and I know it. It's very clear. Why are they doing it right now? Because they can't balance a budget. And, oh, and the $1.9 trillion bailout. Let's not forget all of the things that are actually in that bill that bailed out places like San Francisco. They got incredible amounts of money in San Francisco, folks. We bailed out every state that couldn't balance their budget while other states balanced their budget. No one is talking about that. You had $21,000 for federal employees to stay at home and work in this bill. You had $25,000 bonus for state government workers. And then you had money going directly to local places that couldn't do their budgets. Nancy Pelosi got $600 million of your dollars to go to San Francisco because they couldn't deal with their budgets. $1.5 billion to Amtrak because they can't make a dollar. They sent all this money to things that were just port-barrel projects for people that couldn't do anything. A total of $350 billion in the stimulus bill actually went to bail out blue states that haven't balanced their budgets. You're welcome. That's what you just paid for. All right. Lastly, just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast and, and also thank you guys for being advocates of this podcast. Please take screenshots listening to this podcast. Share it on social media. Tag us on on Instagram, on Twitter. We've been kicked off Facebook. Uh, so please do what you can to make sure that you follow us wherever uh, you you can follow us. Uh, we're on Parlor. And please tell your friends about our podcast as we've lost the ability to reach Uh, More than 1.2 million conservatives that were following us on social media. So if you'll do that, that would be amazing. Thank you guys so much for your support. I'll see you back here tomorrow.